0: Yeah.
1: Some of you who are sitting out that should be sitting in, I have an opportunity for you to do that today at 5 o'clock. We'd love to see you back in the choir room. It doesn't matter who you are, if you've sung previously or not. Come and join us. Be a part of us. We're going to sing together a, a couple of songs we've done before. One of them is an old hymn. Will you stand together as we sing? Standing for the reading of the word of the Lord today,
2: we'll be reading from the book of Romans, chapter 12, verses 3 through 8. For by the grace given me, I say to every one of you, do not think of yourself more highly than you ought, but rather think of yourself with sober judgment, in accordance with the faith God has distributed to each of you. For just as each of us has one body with many members, and these members do not all have the same function. So in Christ, we, though many, form one body and each member belongs to all the others. We have different gifts according to the grace given to each of us. If your gift is prophesying, then prophesy in accordance with your faith. If it is serving, then serve. If it is teaching, then teach. If it is to encourage, then give encouragement. If it is giving, then give generously. If it is to lead, do it diligently. If it is to show mercy, do it cheerfully. Thank you.
1: Amen, you may be seated.
3: I'm gonna encourage you this morning to keep your Bibles open to Romans chapter 12. Uh, We're gonna be referring back to that passage over and over and over. Uh, But before I actually start the message this morning, uh, Many of y'all know that I'm a chaplain. Uh, my chaplaincy that I, I work with is called Marketplace Chaplaincy. And the Marketplace Chaplaincy, we we're able to go into different companies and, and, and meet unique people and different people. And, and it's fun for me. I, I thoroughly enjoy it. And one of the places that I go is Signet Mills. pronounce pronounced that right, right? Signet Mills. And one of the things I get to do there is have a... A devo- a devo- it's not a devotion it's actually a bible study and we're right now we're studying the book of James and Reggie see Reggie show your hand I want you <laughs> I, I I would love for you to him to show his shoes but y'all just talk we'll talk about that later okay after church uh but uh, great man he promised me he was going to come and because he knew i was preaching here and he says i'm going to um come here and I and but you surprised me you got me this morning and i and but this is what i told him about our church i said he said where should i sit i said anywhere up front we got empty, we got any, they do not like the front of the church <laughs> look where you're sitting <laughs> okay and so uh, most most classes start here and go backwards. We start from the back and work this way. And so, Reggie, I'm glad you're here this morning, brother. And uh, great, t- we we're going through the book of James right now, and we're really having a great study in that. Uh, Jamie Ray, who's normally here, uh, he's in that Bible study also, and so. Uh, but we we really have a great time together. But this passage of scripture that we're dealing with today is dealing with a healthy body. A healthy church and that's right down my line because y'all know that I, I teach a class PS 101 right if you don't I do okay I teach a class here at the church called PS 101 and this class is all about getting those who are interested in coming to Poplar Springs Baptist Church or those who are already members and just need to get the tools sharpened a little bit and just be reminded about what we're all about. Um, They come to this class and we're all about having a healthy church. And this passage deals with being a healthy body because a healthy body, all all its members are functional. You don't want a part of your body not functioning, right? I want everything in my body to work. I want it to work in, but but whenever one of them stops working, what do we do? Don't we typically take some medicine or go to a physician? Yes, because there's something wrong. And so if we're part of the body of Christ, if, if each one of us is a member of the body of Christ, then all of us, each one of us must be Functional, active, working in a way that God wants you to work. You know, our vision statement here at Poplar Springs Baptist Church is as faithful followers of Christ, we connect upward with God so that we can connect inward with the church so that we can connect outward to the world for the upbuilding of God's kingdom. That's the body of Christ. What we do, we connect upward with God. God gives us a call. He gives us a purpose. And He, and he draws us in. And we shape that. And we sharpen that. And we, we work on that as a body of Christ. But then we go out into this beautiful world. And we're able to be a light into this world. But it starts by connecting upward with Him First. And let me tell you, the local church is a very important part of that. A lot of people today think they can be long-ranger Christians. They can do it on their own. They can do it on the internet. Or they can um, do it it by themselves, basically. That is not biblical. It's not biblical, it's not healthy, and it's not obedient. These are some strong words here, guys. I'm going to tell you, these are some important words. These are not optional. We choose it, we, we, we act like it's optional. We use it, um, our theme this, this month is living on the edge. And many people, many Christians, think they can come and accept Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior and then act like a consumer. And then they go to a church and say, if it doesn't entertain them enough, then they go to another church that entertains them. And they look at it as if they're going to the movies. That is not scriptural. You're part of the body of Christ. You're part of a local body and you need to be invested in that local body. If you cannot be functional and and, and obedient and purposeful in this church, you need to find a church that you can be purposeful and useful. But you must be, let me tell you, I'm speaking from the bottom of my heart. If you're not functional and you're not useful for the upbuilding of the kingdom of God, you're disobeying God. And I say it with all the conviction I have. Some of us think it's an option. It's not an option. You are saved with a purpose. God saw you. He saved you. He sent His Son to die on the cross for your sins. And because He did that, He saved you and now He wants to use you. And let me tell you, there is no retirement plan in the body of Christ. You cannot say I've been there and done that and God's done with me. God is only done with you when He buries you. Or He comes and He takes you home and that we're all looking forward to, amen? But we need to understand that as the body of Christ. So let's look at this passage of scripture. And I want to remind you of what we just took place last week because I want to read these two verses right here. Verse 1 in Romans 12, that's why I want you to keep your Bibles open. Notice what it says here. I beseech you therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies as what? A living sacrifice, holy and acceptable to God, which is your reasonable service. It's doable, right? You can do this through the power of the Holy Spirit. But listen, do not be conformed to this world, but be what? Transformed. By what? The renewing of your mind. That's very important. That you may prove that what is good and acceptable and perfect will of God. Notice what it says in verse 3. Because I want you to notice what it says here, because I think it's very important that you understand this. This renewing of the mind, because this is a very important theme for Paul as he writes this. And he's only the messenger. Because it says here, for I say. And Paul is actually using his apostle authority here. Okay? And he's, but he's not bowing up on us. He's not like, but he is. But, but I want you to understand this. He's saying this because I'm a messenger of God. He says, for I say. What he's actually saying, this is what God is saying. Because, because he was an apostle. He, he had an encounter with God and God anointed him and gave him this right. Through the grace given to me, he understood that it was all by grace that he was able to speak these truths. But notice who he's speaking to. To everyone. Everyone everyone in the church who is among you. Now here here goes to the the renewing of your mind. Okay, now we're crossing over to this is what our mind should be thinking. Or let me rephrase that, what we should not be thinking. Because notice what it says in verse 3. Not to think of himself more highly than he ought to think. He builds us up. He says that we're a living sacrifice. He said, he, he's holding acceptable unto God. And, the, and then he says that we should have the renewing of our mind, and then he tells us what not to do. I swallow it like that, you know what I'm saying? But it's important, guys. This is important to God. I'm here to tell you, God. Don't ever, don't ever associate. Don't allow yourself to be a part of somebody that always needs their ego to be pumped up in the church, folks. We check our egos when we get saved. Do you understand that? We are living. Say it. Sacrifice. Say it. Living sacrifice. What are we sacrificing? Ourselves. Our egos. But it says here that we're to, to, to not think of ourselves more highly than we ought, but we should do what? Do what? Think soberly. We should have an honest a view of ourselves. I've seen people before, and all the studies I've had this week says this is part of pride too, when somebody always talks down about themselves. When they always say, well, I don't have nothing to give God. That is, that's even a pride thing that you won't even offer your what God has given you. You need to understand this. Everything that you are as a born-again believer is because of God. God has given you everything. He's given you breath, amen? He's given you talents. He's given you gifts. All this comes by Him. There's no reason why we should walk around like we, we're, that we're better than anybody else. We're saved by what? Isn't that what Paul just said? By grace? Folks, Paul was saying, the only reason I can say this is because I was saved by grace, by the blood of Jesus Christ. And let me tell you, I'm no better than anybody else. I was, I, I was a sinner and I needed saving. Have a sober view of yourselves and be open to be used by by God. Be open to seeing what your gifts are. I'll be honest with you, um, as I was studying this passage, um, on Tuesdays we have our staff meetings and those are, um, when Pastor Dale was here, um, some great times we've had together. We'd go over to Scott, Scott already identified that we used to go over to his house. And I can remember when I first started going with him over there, I sat there and, and being a pastor of a church that I didn't have that opportunity to meet with other ministers like this, it was a refreshing experience. But one thing I began to notice is that God had called Dale, and Matt, and Scott, and myself to service And that God had given us all different gifts, but we were to work together. And it was good to have sobering minds, sober minds, that we could work together without our egos slapping each other around. Folks, that's the way it should be, amen? We should be able to work together because we should all have the understanding that it's by grace. If it wasn't for the blood of Jesus Christ, if it wasn't from the love of God, guess what? I'd be nothing but my ego. And I'm so glad I checked that out the door at the time. Well, God's been working on me with that ego thing. Y'all know that, right? Some of y'all, God's working on your ego too, amen? But it's time to push that aside. And I don't want Joey Burnett's will for Poplar Springs Baptist Church I want God's will for Poplar Springs Baptist Church, okay? We want His plan, His purpose, His design. And when you as a member, as the body of Christ, have that sober thought and don't allow your ego, guess what, we don't want your will to be done here either. None of you, not one of you, I don't care how holy, how just you think you may be, we want God's will, amen? Let's say it louder, amen? Amen. You got to say it, guys. We want God's will. We want His purpose to be done here. And that's the sober thought that Paul is looking for here because if you want God to think highly of you, live for His glory and not your own. The second thing I want you to notice here is that we're many members of one body. We have to function together, right? Uh, I've told y'all before that I had trouble with that before in my life, in my younger life. um, When I was younger, I I, I had some trouble with the church. I grew up in the church. Folks, I was born, uh, I always said I was Baptist before I was a Christian. Because my mom played the piano, my dad preached. She carried me all the way through term, all the way up to me being delivered in a Baptist church. And a lot of us who have grown up into the church are the ones who have problems with our egos. Did y'all know that? We're the problem, we're not, and I've always said, Lord, help me be part of the solution than part of the problem. And sometimes us who've grown up in the church are part of the problem. Because we've built up, a, we, we have forgotten that we're saved by grace, that we're sinners, and that we need each other, folks. This church is here for the body of Christ to come together and to function. You know, um, the older I get, the more my body decides to fail me. I don't know about y'all, but the older I get, these needs of mine—they uh, pop. It's like an orchestra, guys. When I, when I get up, it's like pop, 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 pop. Shannon, God bless her, if the TV's off or something like that, she'll even comment. I, I'll ask her, i said, did you just hear that? My left knee's the most popular one. It just loves to go off. But sometimes my right knee just decides to do the same thing. Last week, um, my foot, my right foot decided it did not want to work. Halfway through the day, it was we're hurting so bad. Okay, I got left knee going bad, meniscus surgery and all that. kind. Of, now my right foot decides it wants to not even function. It was like hurting so bad. I was like, I, 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 I worked about half a day and I, I, I found my way to the couch. And, and, uh, and I took some, some Advil and that kind of stuff and put some other stuff on it to uh, help it feel better. But you know what? I need my foot. I need my knee. And guess what? The body of Christ needs you. Um, Shannon gave me a puzzle, and I look at the church. I, it, it, I'll just tell you what it was. It was a Clemson puzzle. Didn't you give me that? Yeah, you, you gave me. She gave me a, a five hundred piece puzzle. Okay, I haven't started working on it, but have you? Have you ever had a puzzle and you began to work on it? Thousand, my grandmother, uh, God bless her, she loved puzzles. When, When she passed away, we went into her house and she had stacks of stacks of thousand piece puzzles. And she'd sit there and just put them together. And have you ever worked one of those things? And you get down to the last and there's one piece missing. How did that make you feel? Anybody want to share? How did that make you feel? (laughs) What about the church? We're all a piece of the puzzle that God is making here in this church to to work this community, to shine the light of this community. And what if your piece is missing? Because you've decided not to be sober-minded But you've decided to let your mind tell you that you could do something else that's more important. Or that you're not important enough. Or you don't have the abilities. Now when you say you don't have the abilities, then you're not really talking bad about you. You're talking bad about God. I want you to notice that. Because God has a function for you. Okay? Don't ever say, God can't use me. If God saved you, He's going to do What? use you understand that so when you don't if you're not being used it's not because God doesn't want to use you it's because you have chosen not to take that step over the edge you decide to play it safe folks life is too short to play it safe too many people need to hear the gospel message and God wants to use you to shine a light in this world. And you're a part of that, that part. I love this. It says for, in verse 4, For as we have many members in one body, but all the members do not have the same function, so we being many as one body in Christ and individual members of one another. That tells me we need each other. We all have different functions, but it's your responsibility to do what God has called you to do. Now, what we want to do here at Pobler Springs, and we were actually um, working on that before Pastor Dale passed, was to develop a way to take it from PS 101 and move it on in to help you find your spiritual gifts and we have, tools. we have tools here, but we wanted to make it more concentrated and more practical. And for you to find out where your function was, where your, what part of the member that you were in the body of Christ, and to help you mature in the faith. But the first thing you need to do is be a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable to God, which is your reasonable service, and get into the Word of God you can do that on your own, but we want to help you there through our small Bible studies. But I want to encourage you, the last thing that Paul encourages us to do here, and this is in verse 6, I can read down to verse 7 and 8, but basically I'll tell you about those verses here in a second. But it says, Having then gifts, differing according to the grace that is given to us, let us use them. God has given you gifts. God has given me gifts. And then he begins to use different examples. And the first one, and I'm just, this is where I'm going to stop for today. If prophecy led us prophecy in proportion to our faith. I see this passage of Scripture saying that God has given us all different talents. We should soberly, wisely, Take those what God has given us and use it in this church and in this community for the upbuilding of God's kingdom. Let me tell you this about God: God is more and more concerned about your availability than your abilities. Y'all remember Moses? God wanted to use Moses. What did Moses do? He came up and just started bringing excuses. Don't be Moses then. Folks, God, everything that you can throw at God, God can bring it right back to you. I've, I was a Moses at one time. I began to use excuses why I didn't think God should use me in the, in, in, in the ministry, that, uh, that maybe I was better served out in the world. And I tried to make a good, uh, 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 I had all my points and everything like that. And the only thing I got from him was, I need you to go. I need you. I'm calling you to be. A servant of mine. And I need you to be open. And that's what I'm going to ask you to do today. Are you open to allowing God to use you? Now, I want you to notice this. God has already given you gifts. If you're saved, you have gifts. You need to use use those gifts in the way that God has called you to do. If prophecy prophesy. If, this, if, if you notice in, these, in this passage, he just goes on to say, uh, ministry, minister. Whatever he called you to do, what, do you want, what does he want you to do? Do it. Don't hold on to your gifts and say, no, God, I'm going to hold on to them and I'm not going to do anything with them. No, God says, use your gifts. That's what the church is here for you to do. is to find those gifts and to also help you mature in those gifts and then use them for the upbuilding of his kingdom. How many of you can truly say you're using the gifts that God has given you? That's a question. Uh, if you, you better answer it now because one day he's going to hold you accountable. I truly believe that. And I'm not just talking about you. I'm talking about me. This is concerning to me. God has called me to be a minister of, of the Word of God. And it's important that each, and it's important for me personally to be obedient to His call. You have a calling. You have a purpose. My task may be different than yours, but let me tell you, the same is for all of us, all we obedient. It's, you know what's beautiful about this? You're not alone. He's not talking to individuals here. He's talking to the whole. Have you noticed that in verse 4? He started talking to we. He wasn't talking to you. He was talking to all of us. We are the what? The body of Christ. And we're here to help each other. Amen? Folks, let me tell you, when, when you come to this church or any church, you should be an encourager. Amen? You should encourage one another. You don't know what kind of weeks some people have had. But let me tell you, we should encourage them to go back out there and to shine the light of Jesus Christ with the gifts that God has given them so that He can be glorified, so His kingdom can be built. And I encourage you, if you've been holding on to your gifts today, you need to repent because that's a sin. That's a sin. We like talking about the bad ones. This is sort of the worst one, I think. Folks, Jesus died on the cross for you. This is, this is how I felt God talking to me, so I'm gonna talk to you this way, okay? He, because God was calling me and, and telling me that he wanted me to use gifts that I didn't even know I had, he says, I died for you, what are you, what are you gonna do? I need you to do this guess what God wants you to do something you know as a coach I I, I coach little league football and I used to say this that every kid wanted to play nobody wanted to sit on the bench I can't say that anymore because I had one kid one time he did not want to play his mama wanted him to play but he did not want to play I'd say you want to go in he goes I said, your mama's going to get me down the road if you don't go in. He didn't care. He didn't care that she's going to chew me up. Okay? Don't be that kid in the church, guys. God is calling you to get in the game. You're in it. Use those talents. Use those gifts that God has given you through the Holy Spirit. And we're going to talk more in depth about that in, in, future, in future messages. But let me tell you, today is the day that you, Need to make a check of yourself, evaluate yourself soberly, humbly, understanding that it is an honor to be able to serve the King of Kings and Lord of Lords. It's an honor and a pleasure to serve the Creator God and to be able to see His work being done through you. Best thing ever. Best thing ever. When if you feel the Holy Spirit using you, and you know it's not you anymore, but it's God. If you've never experienced that, it's your fault. Because God wants to use you. It's good to be able to say, uh, the first time I was sharing the gospel with somebody, I was scared to death. I was, I'm not, uh, y'all may not believe this, I was not an extrovert at that time, and I, I was very shy, and, but I felt God asking me to share the gospel with somebody and I stuttered all the way I began to stutter through it and then God just began to work and God started giving me words and God began to speak through me and it was like wow I didn't know I had it in me and my buddy who grew up with me my whole life was with me and he goes well I got a hold of you that didn't sound like you and I said it wasn't me God was speaking through me that time. Folks, that's you. You can have that. It's a wonderful experience to see the King of kings and the Lord of lords through His Spirit begin to use you in ways you can never imagine. But are you open? Are you just living on the edge? Watching to see what's taking place. It's time to take a step of faith. Let us pray. Father, we thank you so much. Lord, we have this opportunity. Lord, That they don't really need to come to me today for this. They they can come to this altar and say, Lord, I want to give myself, my talents, my gifts. Lord, they're yours in the first place, and I need to give them back to you today. And Lord, we pray that you will open their hearts and minds so that they would be obedient to come to this altar and make a time of commitment to you, Father. Lord, if there's somebody here that's never accepted you as their Lord and Savior, we pray that today would be the day of salvation for them, that this would be the appointed time. And we pray, Father, if, if that's the case, I pray that they'll come talk to me. I will be back in the vestibule. And I'd love to share with them more about what Jesus can and will do in their lives. But Father, I just pray at this time for the church, for those who've been holding their gifts and their talents in their, to themselves and been selfish with them. And I pray that today will be a day of obedience, that they'll come to this altar. and, First of all, repent, but secondly, give themselves over to you as a living sacrifice. In Jesus' name we pray, amen.
1: Amen. Let's stand together as we sing. And while you're singing that song this morning Just now, this moment Were you telling the truth? I was Wherever he leads I'll go I know some places he's going to lead me today Do you? Let me give you some options Today at 5 o'clock we'll have Choir rehearsal here And some of you can be in it Some of you can be in it There is no reason That you cannot If you have that ability, there is no reason. Let me say it once again. There's no reason. And we need you. And God needs you in that place because He's gifted you to do those things, that kind of ministry. That's why. Tomorrow night at 6 o'clock in this very place, in this very room, they're going to be taking all the decorations down. Tomorrow at 6 o'clock. And we need a group of you to be here. There's another very important meeting of our church that will be going on at that same time at a different location. But we need people to just come say, hey, I can I can pull that garland down and I'll help take that wreath down. And those trees, there's nothing to that. This is the girl you need to see for that. Uh, she'll be in charge tomorrow night. It, she's, she's not so bad to be in charge. I have... Forty-two years of experience <laughs> to tell you that it'll be, it'll be fine. It'll be fine for you to do that. We're trying to do something, and let me tell you what it is. On Wednesday nights, we want to move our Zoom call and everything else into this building. And here's what we need. We're going to postpone this until for a couple of reasons. Uh, one, because of the outbreak of Whatever variant they're saying now Um, I don't know I used to have Lincoln Logs when I was a kid There's all kind of different Lincoln Logs and it reminds me of variants (laughs) Anyway, I'm just saying um, So we're wanting to move our things for our children for our women for our everybody here onto this campus this is the way we want to do it I don't have the schedule with me but it starts at like 530 Kim can tell me because she's uh, she's one of the sources behind this a good worker so we're gonna have it 5 or 530 on those days. 545 come on Kim stand up here beside I me I know I'm stupid come up here 545 I'm uninformed 545 is dinner, will
2: start.
1: dinner we'll start with dinner we'll have a dinner from 5 Uh, 45 until 620. 620. So that's munch and go. So come on in. I've seen some of you. You're all grazers. Just come on in. It'll be okay. And then at 620, we're going to, kids are going to the gym. They'll be there by 630. All right. Tell it.
2: (laughs) Okay. So if any of you have ever been here in the past on Wednesday nights, kids eat a lot faster than adults, right? And then they run around and it's, for the parents, it's stressful. I don't know if it is for anybody else. Everybody else might look at them as cute, but it isn't, as a parent, it's stressful. So um, we have Chip Thornton who has agreed to. He's going to watch those kids in the gym while they, when they finish, and like, give them have that chance to get their energy out. And at six thirty, that's when everybody will split up to their parts. So that we're going to have something for children. We're going to have which will include Bible uh, lessons, Bible drill missions and music, all of that for from 6.30 to 7.30. Um, and then we'll have uh, other options for adults as well.
1: Music, music, missions, and Bible study for kids at 6.30 to 7 o'clock. That's pretty fabulous in my mind. Don't y'all like Kim's haircut, by the way? She got a new haircut. <laughs> I just wanted to say that. Um, we're not voting on it. I'm just saying <laughs> it's good. But here's what we need in order to make that happen, all this happen. Well, first of all, we're also going to have a children, uh, a women's study, and then we're going to have our Zoom, our prayer meeting study here. And the youth will be going on, and also the um, PS 101 will be going on. So it's full, featured, and there's something for everybody. But here's what we need. We need 2K and 3K teachers and assistants. We need first through fifth grade assistants. We need two nursery workers. We need kitchen workers and service. We're creating teams out of that. You don't have to do it all the time. If you just come say, I'll help. They're creating teams for you to do that. This has to happen. This has to happen. Wherever he leads, I go. Will you? Will you? Can I please ask you to do that? I hope so. Now, as you're leaving today, there's going to be another way you can serve. There's going to be some guys to collect uh, an offering. There's also going to be some black boxes out on the wall if you would rather give in that way, and I hope that you will. Everybody understand everything? Me neither, but let's, we did the best we could. I hope you'll take advantage and let God lead you to one of these places to serve. Let's pray together. Father, thank you for the day. Thank you for what you're going to do. Thank you that you're going to lead people who have just heard a wonderful, powerful message about how you call us to service and how you want to use us and you uniquely gift us to do different things. You're going to lead all of us to do that. Lord, as Kim and uh, Janet and maybe Paula are going to be moving now to the uh, vestibule, I pray that you would allow them just to come and talk to them while they're there today. I pray, that, I pray that today we'll give what we've never given before to all the causes you've aligned us with. Father, we love you. We thank you for this day. We thank you that you've pricked our hearts in Jesus' name.